Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we are going to talk about Destiny on this podcast. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a Fortnite podcast. I thought this was the games cast. Wait, hang on. <laughs> um, we had some big news in the Destiny universe, the Destiny community today, or this week, rather. Uh, we had some Season of Dawn stuff, some reveals, some stuff they didn't talk about. Yeah, there's there's a lot. A lot of just... And also TWAB. And the changes that are happening to the economy and all that good stuff. So, uh, before we start, uh, Sully, did you want to give a few words? I don't know about what. Just talk about stuff. Uh, about stuff? Uh, I mean, right now, I mean, just been... I was excited for this upcoming, and I'm still a little excited for this upcoming season, um, but content's definitely getting dry. Luckily, I took a long break last year, so like I still have like a lot of things to chase, so I still should be fairly active on uh, Destiny, but yeah. from what the stream that they showed, like there doesn't seem to be like a whole lot of content to keep us busy. Granted, it's ten dollars. I think we're getting actually fairly good value out of it, but I do think that they missed on some things that they could have kept Guardians pretty active. Yeah, yeah. Um so I guess we should start with the uh the stream they had. Yeah. Because that's kinda where the news kicked off. Um before I get into that, I'll just say that, like, my time with Destiny, I've barely played this week. I've, like, just helped a couple, like, one person do a Nightfall, and I need a Nightfall. I haven't been grinding out all that much stuff. Um, and this, and, like, so I'm kind of taking a break at the moment, and I'm playing other games, so, like, the games cast will have some content from me this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be, like, the one that's kind of probably staying active. <clears throat> For the most part, in Destiny, I mean, because like, oh, the founders, yeah, because like you're like, <laughs> you've played so much Destiny to where like, it's to a point to where like there isn't a, really a reason to play it like you were, you know, three four weeks ago. Like, yeah, like I'll I'll hop on whenever there's people that need something done. Like this weekend, I'm gonna help Jay with that weekly challenge stuff. So yeah, so if anyone wants to come out and play and let me know, like just give me a holler. I'm available, <laughs> but other Are than that, you? I'm playing. I'm playing other stuff like Judgment. So, um, yeah. So let's head on into the stream. Uh, the stream was fairly light on stuff. Um, they started off with like the story content yeah. aspect of the the new uh, season, season of Dawn, and I think this is going to be mostly story content. Um, so people like myself. And like Lord people will be like really interested in it, but for gameplay perspective, there's like one new event, and they're going to be cycling out bosses menagerie style. Um, see, the thing about menagerie is that it's good, but now everything has to be menagerie. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean I definitely feel like, and I kind of had like, <clears throat> I even I think I tweeted out that morning before. To where, like, I really, when a raid was not coming to this season, like, I mean, I know, like, a lot of the Destiny community was, like, really upset 
And I had a feeling we weren't going to be seeing a raid this season. Like I, I think they're gonna. I, I said it in my dis, in our Discord. Yeah, uh, we're gonna see a raid every other well, DLC. <clears throat> there's a few things. I remember when Forsaken launched. There was, I don't know if it was in Twab or a developer tweeted about it. I remember talking with JD about this, who was my roommate <laughs> at the time, that. They were in the process of... They had five raids in the making. So with Forsaken, you know, that's figure that's last last wish. They had Scourge, Crown of Sorrow, and then we just got Garden for Shadowkeep. So that means that there's one more raid available. So I kind of had the feeling that they are going to probably wait to save that raid for next season. Because... Kind of going back into this, like, this is definitely, it feels a lot like, you didn't really play D1 a lot, but when Rise of Iron launched back in D1, like, the content was dry after that. And Shadowkeep was about the same size of Rise of Iron. Uh, Rise of Iron kind of helped them out because they had to delay Destiny 2. Well, there was also rumors that Destiny 3 or whatever, like the next big, if it's going to be an expansion or Destiny 3, got delayed another year. And that's why we received Shadowkeep over Destiny 3. So I kind of had a feeling like we weren't going to be getting a lot of just high-end in-game stuff. But I was really expecting to see Trials, because Trials back in Destiny 1 really kept the game relevant. Yeah, a lot of people are expecting trials. <laughs> this is, that's all I see these days is like, trials. I um, thought it would have been perfect for this season. Yeah, like... Uh, I I honestly didn't know what I was expecting. I knew that something with Saint 14 was happening. So I knew there was going to be story content. I didn't know anything other than that. So... And I know they've been trying to work on Crucible... So if they so since this doesn't well, really I mean have they crucible updates. They I definitely the next one will yes because and if they don't I do don't that on the next one. They're gonna be lit up. They're gonna be on fire. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if you actually saw my post in Discord. Uh, I don't remember which one. Um, but today, so today is December fifth. Uh, Real Crafty and Doctor Lope Doctor Lupo both arrived today in Seattle. Oh, yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. Um. If you don't know who those two people are, those were probably the two biggest trial carries content creators back in the D1 era. And to have, I, there's something going on with Crucible. So to have both of them there, and they don't play Destiny right now. So obviously something big is being worked on. I don't know, maybe it's something that we see in <coughs> Destiny 3. Maybe we see something in next season maybe they have something surprise planned for this season but something is going to be coming if you're going to bring in those two big names mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't even know where to go from here uh so they did a lot of the content stuff or the story stuff um which looks cool like yeah it looks cool like i'm like I, I like the look of the the new like uh, activity the the sundial yeah 
that's the um, thing. Like, I think the content we're receiving, I mean, we're paying 10 bucks for it. So, like, I mean, that's literally, like, I mean, that's good value. Like, we're getting probably a few good story missions. Um, the Sundial is supposed to have, like, a weekly rotation of bosses. It's going to have a heroic. So, I think what they're giving us for $10 is definitely good. But I thought they were just... Adding in a trials or even like a faction rally, I think would have been huge. Cause like we've been, I mean, you're on Twitter, like factions <laughs> is kind of like a hot topic sometimes. Like, I mean, we haven't had faction yeah. rallies for what, over a year now? Like, yeah, way over a year now. So like that would have been nice to just have faction rallies back into this and just have like kind of just another week of just new content like it's not even really new content but it's just kind of like here I think I still a have competition some tokens. like I think something like that would have just been honestly I think we would have been fine with it even if it was the same faction rally as before like nothing revamped and I think that would have been cool like hey that's just more reason for me to hop on destiny maybe this week because hey Faction rallies on, and I want new monarchy or dead orbit or future war court, whatever clan your <coughs> faction you're to like you want it to win. So that was kind of like another miss for me. Um, yeah, but the sundial is pretty cool. Yes. Like you go into the past, uh, present, or future for this, uh, from the sundial, and I don't think it's going to be simulated, I think it's going to be actual because. Cyrus straight up says he's built a time machine. Yes. (laughs) And it looks like... We're going to actually be messing around with time, which is kind of cool. And it kind of looks like you die sometimes, like, randomly, like, when you're, like, being, like, going and, like, moving from different times. Like, did you notice that in the stream? Like, because they were kind of, like, talking, like, how, like, they were just, like, the the arms were spinning, and then, like, three guardians would just, they just died. Randomly, because you're... I wonder if that's a wipe mechanic. Huh? Maybe. Um, did you hear about the theory that ghosts don't actually resurrect you, but they just pull another you from a different timeline? I haven't heard about that, actually. No, I, <laughs> I don't know, I was just reading some lore stuff, and like that, they're like, that's the reason why they can only resurrect you so many times. Because like, in lore, uh, Guardians have died, like, like... this one on the moon, where I can't remember her name, but she died like 67 times, and... Ghost can't resurrect her anymore. Huh. So, like, I don't know. It's just a weird tidbit that you mentioned that we die and, and we come through different times and stuff. So, that just made me think of that. Um. <laughs> anyways. Uh, what do you think of the weapons they showed off? It looks like some some good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's everything I saw in the stream, like, I enjoyed. Like, I'm not... Armor looks cool. Yes, armor does look really good. It just, for me, like, if I'm a player in your shoes, like, I don't know if there's enough there to keep me going Yeah. for, like, a long Uh, period of time. Which, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, I mean, probably isn't maybe a bad thing because, like, you can go and play other games that I'm sure you... Yeah, that's the thing. So, like, for me... um. This season is going to be like really good for me for in the terms of being able to play other games, uh, 
Because like, let's just go over the season. The season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have the map up the, right now. Yeah. So like, <laughs> December tenth, you'll have season of dawn pass uh, activated. Yep. You'll have a new PVE mode, the Sundial, and you'll have to fight uh, new rule, the Hollow Voice. Um, there's no like explanation of like what that is or what's the thing that's gonna like nope shoot you off into that uh, event. Other than just like it's here, so I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, I assume they're just gonna have someone in the tower like, hey, I hear there's something going on on Mercury. Go to Mercury, and then that's how they kick it off. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's what they always do. Uh, which would be kind of like I don't know, anticlimactic. Um. So yeah, then for free to all Destiny Two players, you'll have new seasonal artifact, Lantern of Osiris, which it seems like there's going to be an emphasis on uh, scout rifles, auto rifles, and pulse rifle, rifles, which I'm fine with. And linear fusion rifles, apparently. Which yeah. remember when I said last week, I was like, I would like a good linear fusion rifle. Yeah. There's that mod. I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to have some linear fusion rifles, like new legendaries. Yeah, and I, I, I'm going to get ahead of myself. Well, I guess they do say. Cosmo does mention at the end of TWAB and loot. So hopefully there is a decent amount of like new loot. Even if it's just loot from year one or year one being brought forward or D1. But gone. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff from year one that they've talked about. Um, so yeah. This is an artifact. Uh, solar subclass update, which we talked about last week. Uh, we brought elimination as a full-on mode. No more crucible labs. Nope. I don't know what's the difference because I don't play crucible all that much. What crucible labs or what? Yeah, like what's crucible labs? Uh, crucible labs is a. Um, it's like basically like a test server for Destiny, so that they can put this event or whatever live <laughs> for Destiny players, and then they take. Uh, feedback from it from the players and I think they look at like this they can like look at stats and stuff in the game and then they, they can take that feedback to see on what needs to be improved with it and then they also have uh, PvP map Rusted Lands coming back yes. which I actually like Rusted Lands that is a good map. I remember that one quite a bit from year 1 D1 yep uh also, the Tangled Shore and Mars Obelisks are open, so I don't know what that is. We'll nope. find out. And then on the 17th, uh, this is when, I think this is when the actual story stuff will kick in. Yeah. So we'll have the Nessus and EDZ Obelisks uh, open up, and then we'll have a new boss for the Sundial, and then we'll have Save a Legend, which is going to be the St. Fontaine stuff. So that's the stuff that I'm looking forward to the most. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then after that we have the dawning, which shows off some new sparrows and an old sparrow. I'm interested to see on what the dawning's going to be. The sleigh. You'll probably be able to get the sleigh because they're showing it off in the picture, yeah, in the background there. So uh, that was like the first sparrow I saw in Shadowkeep. Was that someone had that? I was like, oh yeah, I have that too, and I pulled it out. Yeah, we I remember like, that because like the together. glimmer. <laughs> you poop glimmer He's shooting out the back. You get the you get your one glimmer shooting out yep. the back. <laughs> hey, you gotta farm that glimmer. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, and then after that, we'll have Iron Banner's back. 
on Yay. December 24th. And the armor looks like the same armor from a few, yeah. few seasons ago. Yep. Uh, and also another boss. So they have, what, three bosses so far? Yeah, three bosses so yeah. far. And then we'll have the Legend Sundial, which is just the, probably the heroic version. Along with Exotic Quest, Devil's Ruin, which looks like a sidearm. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Is, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, hey, our new exotic sidearm, first one in like, how long now? <laughs> two, eight, two years? Yeah. Uh, and then we have an exotic, another exotic quest on the 28th of January. Uh, Scout Rifle. Is it a Scout Rifle or is it a Fusion Rifle? Uh, I was thinking... I'm seeing... It looks like a Scout Rifle to me. I was thinking it looks like the Scout Rifle that they showed off in the trailer. <laughs> It like, is, but people have been saying that it's going to be a fusion rifle. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, it might be like some type of weird, like fusion scout had a baby. Maybe like a linear fusion rifle with like a really short cooldown. Maybe or a really short charge. Yeah, I I don't know. That's, I guess we'll find I don't know, out. I've been seeing people debate this thing back and forth. Uh, and then after that, we'll have February fourth. This is going to be available for all Dusty Two free to play. Uh, free to play players uh the empyrean foundation which looks like it's going to be the infinite forest yeah <laughs> uh so we're well, we going to do something with the infinite forest uh they're also going to bring in another boss for the sundials so that's four bosses and then we'll have crimson days from february 11th to the 18th and that's it um yeah, it doesn't seem like there's going to be a whole lot after Sable. Like, for me personally, there's not going to be a whole lot after Sable Legend. There's going to be, like, Christmas stuff, which I'll be into. Yeah, it it kind of just depends on what the dawning is. Yeah. Like. And the thing is that... Uh, I, I, I know, like, just on... Um, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Anecdotally, on anecdotal evidence, uh, just talking to people... Yep. That it feel, a lot of people feel like they're just chasing exotic quests and they're not really doing a whole lot in Destiny other than that. Yeah. Which I can feel you because I I feel like that too sometimes. Like I'm just chasing. Like I just did Leviathan's Breath. I was just chasing that and I did that and, and then not really a whole lot else for me to do. Um, I mean, I said this is a time where content's going to be dry because you got to figure. A good majority of their team has to be working on whatever the next big project is for Destiny. Yeah. So, like, that, and that's where I, I kind of beat the drum on of having Trials make a return this season would it would have been perfect because, like, granted, it's only on the weekend, but like Trials for so long back in D one kept the game relevant because. The weekend time would come around. Everybody would tune in to their favorite content creator that does trial carries. And I, I, don't know, I just felt like the timing would have been perfect. I mean, Elimination went through Crucible Labs at the launch of Shadowkeep. Like, I've seen a lot of people complain about the state of PvP right now, which, don't get me wrong, isn't perfect, but 
it was never perfect back in D1. Like, there was always issues if it was special ammo, if it was Thorn, no land beyond being in the primary, you know, Icebreaker, like, just different things. I just, I don't know. I felt like Trials would have been an easy, not easy, I guess, got down to developer, but, like, would have been just kind of like a smart way to kind of be like, all right, we want to keep that player base up a little bit, so let's add Trials. Like, yeah, so I wasn't expecting uh, a lot for PVE for this DLC. Like I just, I, I didn't think it was possible for them to put in a raid and crazy end game for ten bucks. Like I think the stuff that we're getting now for ten dollars is actually really good. But just they made longevity. Mercury look fun. <laughs> yeah, and they did. You know what I mean, hey, and sparrows like, on Mercury. You can actually, yeah, you can use a sparrow now. Whoop de do! Like that's that's great. <laughs> Um, maybe they'll have an SRL circuit on Mercury. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, like, the dawning, like, if they would have SRL, like, for the dawning event, that would be really cool. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know if that's going to happen, but just seeing Sparrows right there, like, I mean, SRL was fun, like, back in D1. I think our clan would have a lot of fun just racing each other and... I think our clan would, like, really enjoy <laughs> racing each other on Sparrows. Like. Considering the, uh, the, uh, encounter. Yeah. With Scourge. Yep. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Um, what else was there? Oh, yeah, so they didn't show off everything in that, uh, in that video reveal they had, uh, regarding the, um, the sundial. They said, nope. oh, there's a few more encounters after this, so, like. I'm interested to see what else they're going to have. Yep. Uh, and I would like to say, though, I, I really do like watching those streams and just kind of actually get and be able to meet the developers, like, kind of see their yeah, personality. Yeah, it's really cool like, to see I, the people behind it. Yeah. So I was like, I always really enjoy just sitting there and just watching and just kind of hearing, like, the developer actually talk about their work being done. But go mm-hmm. on. Um, so one day after this video... Uh, release. Uh, DMG posted on Reddit uh, just talking about Crucible. Uh, he's, he understands that people want to have uh, masterwork materials or just some kind of materials from Valor refreshes and uh, they understand that there needs to be more rewards for Crucible. So this is them just, or this is him um, saying that they hear you, they understand. Uh Please keep providing feedback. Uh, they'll have more information on future changes for Crucible. Until then, we have people working on Crucible internally, whether it be tweaks, mods, matchmaking, sandbox, or other. Um, and then I read the comments, and it was just like a really bad flame war between people that liked Crucible and people that don't. I read it Which always. Was like a, it was a mistake for me to read. Yeah. I usually like going on there and like laughing at the memes and like reading the info and stuff, but like sometimes people can be interesting. Yes. Um, Especially when it's after like a reveal stream that people were disappointed with. It was really funny seeing that there was like one guy in there that was just like, 
Yeah, you shouldn't put anything in a crucible. Uh, like, you shouldn't put any, like, weapons or rewards because it's impossible to get. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, just, it's not that hard to play crucible these days. It's fairly easy. <clears throat> well, I would agree with him, but since they went with freelance comp, yeah, I, I mean, I was, I'm not very good at crucible. I'm and above average. And I was able to get recluse. So, like, yeah. I think it's doable for everyone. Mountaintop, I really don't even know if it's, like, impossible to get. It's just really grindy. Like, you don't have to be good at Crucible. And, like, with momentum control, I figure, like, momentum control might be actually really good for grinding for Mountaintop. I could be wrong. But, yeah, I... And then I saw, what was it, other people that were saying, oh, fuck, what was it? I don't remember. But anyways, it was just a shit show. Um, oh, yeah, I remember now. Uh, there's PvP people saying that it, now Crucible is too easy ever since they introduced freelance mode. I'm like, no, it's like it's perfect. <laughs> like Since they introduced skill-based matchmaking, you have to like fight people that are your skill now. You can't just stop people <laughs> like I don't know this is funny seeing well, the, two, the two different sides just yell at each other it's when you get into kind of like the competitive gaming like the PvP side on stuff I mean there's never really happiness you know <laughs> like that's not going on towards of like destiny that's literally every shooter or every game that's competitive like there's always going to be people that you know really like this or don't like there's never especially a game like destiny there's never going to be a perfect balance like Mm. when they went to try to go for a perfect balance in destiny crucible was the worst it was ever was and that was when the launch of destiny 2 when it was literally a team shooting simulator. Like, if you were 1v2, you're done. Yeah, yep. Like, and that's not yep. destiny. Like, you're supposed to be able to win those 1v3s if you are just that much better than somebody or if you have that loadout. Yeah, I've been saying, like, you and me have both been saying PvP's been, it's the best it's ever been this season. Yeah. And, and Destiny, say, like, too. Not, yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. all of Destiny, but in D2, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's not just saying that like it's perfect, leave it alone. That just means like we're on the right track. Like We're Agreed. getting to where we want it to be. And, uh, yeah, just keep, ha- this is, I guess, just keep putting a little bit more pressure on them for yeah. PvP. Like, they understand, <clears throat> they know. It's just, if we don't see anything next season regarding PvP, like, like loot updates or anything like that because I think that's the major problem is that there's like the loot is all the same from a year ago yes and I think that's what people when they say they want trials back I think that's what they're actually trying to say is that they want loot and they want like a new mode or a new goal to get to with PvP yeah no and I think yeah, yeah. I, the new mode I, I think you could have even gone you've kind of gone two routes you've kind of gone and brought back all the trial weapons that were in Destiny 2 in year 1. And just 
brought them forward into D3 and like had them random rolls or whatnot. Or maybe you did a copy and paste from D1 and you brought back the original trials of Osiris weapons and armor. Or maybe not, maybe not even armor. If you just did weapons, I think people would be, would have been happy about that. Once again, I'm not a developer. I don't know. Like coding is, <laughs> a, it's insane. It's a bitch coding, to do. What's coding? <laughs> <laughs> right. So like, I can say this is super easy and whatnot, and I can guarantee you it's definitely not. But I think, yeah, people just want... There's nothing to chase right now, other than what you yeah. said, exotic quest. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's it. Like, <clears throat> Alright, uh, let's talk about TWAB then. So. The TWAB. Uh, yeah, we didn't even, I didn't even say what the enemy was. It's Cabal. Cabal are trying to rewrite their history by going yeah. into the past. They're trying to rewrite the history of... Uh, no, it's the Red Legion. They're trying to re... Uh, yeah. yeah well, of the Red War. The Red Legion Cabal. Yeah. There's different factions of Cabal these days. Uh, Alright. Uh, also, yeah, Saint-14's back. Um, well, I know Jay asked Rush. a question. Yeah, well, I guess we'll get to questions afterwards, but, um, it's funny because in the trailer, he's, he has like a Russian accent to me, but people have been saying he's Greek. And then also, I saw something else too. Like there's three different Roman. Yes. Roman. (laughs) Cause the Roman symbols, like the, the 14, uh, Roman numeric numeral. Well, he's an exo. so, yeah, but he wears from he wears the Roman numerals on his chest piece. So. Okay, because I just know with the exos having the the numbers in their name. Yeah. Also, there's all those weapons that have the, the Roman numerals on them. Okay. So. Uh, and then he's also got like the Spartan helmet. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, a lot of confusion on what he is, but he's definitely an exo. <laughs> uh, so he's back. Uh, apparently, the whole story is that you're going to save him. Osiris built the time machine so you could save him. Yes. Uh, so, that'll be fun. Uh, I'm just going to scroll through some of the details they have here, because we talked about them last week. Uh, so, bullets. So, here come the bullets. Preview of some changes arriving from Season of Dawn. If I missed anything slowly, let me know. No, you're, I'm actually on this, because it was all just, like, videos. Yeah, videos yeah, right. on Twitter. Uh, so we previously discussed some upcoming subclass changes to so the solar subclasses. Uh, we also have some notes on exotic engram changes, powerful rewards, caps, bounties, crucible maps, and more. So for the rewards, they increased the drop rate from the Scourge of the Past, rate exotic anarchy from 5 to 10%. This is a love-hate for me. Love-hate for me. I love that it's increased, but it kind of comes back to... I've, I think I even talked about this in a previous podcast with garden of salvation of not having that exotic weapon being tied to it like you gotta remember that this this is old this raid's been out for like nearly a year now but content's dry right now so you need to keep having (laughs) but i mean 10 percent's not super crazy anyways it's only going up by five percent but it's definitely because i'm gonna probably run it the first time that it gets increased i'm gonna get it Unless I get it this weekend. But go on. Uh, so also exotic engrams and fated engram 
have been collapsed into a single new exotic engram item. What? Uh, so fade engram <laughs> is the thing that um, Zer sells. Face? Worm face sells. Zer. Zer. Uh, <laughs> when open, it Worm awards face. a new exotic. <laughs> Worm face. Uh, uh, it awards a new exotic if any remain to be collected. Otherwise, it contains a random piece of exotic armor. Also, this contents are still class specific, so you'll need to have the class that you don't have the armor piece for to get it. Well, be going on my Titan. Yeah, I'll be going on my Hunter. I just need one more piece. I think. Uh, powerful and Pinnacle reward caps. Powerful cap is now nine sixty. Pinnacle cap is now nine seventy. Uh, Escalation Protocol. Uh, Ninja's excited about this. Yes, and this... Go back to the uh, the cap. Yeah. Wasn't a fan of just increase of 10. Yeah. But I was a little worried because they didn't mention anything during the stream. So, like, at least we are getting an increase. And this Escalation Protocol update's actually really banging. In my opinion, so props so, to the protocol. To wave seven chest no longer requires a key to open. Yeah, <laughs> uh, chest can be open upon every successful completion of wave seven, so you can just start from six to seven now and just grind out the, the chests. It's great. Uh, each time opening the chest awards one piece of EP armor for your character class until you have the full set. This is awesome, love it. That's great. I, I, I need to complete the set on some of my guys. Same. Still. On all three, actually. Uh, after the full set is acquired, uh, subsequent, subsequent opening of the chest awards a random piece of armor. The charged decryption keys and key fragments will now be removed from the game. These items will be removed from your inventory. Armory keys to spawn Valkyrie javelins are unchanged and will remain. Uh, EP weapon drops... Uh, we're not touched and still uh, depend on the boss drop. So that's fine. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think all the changes they made there for Escalation Protocol were actually really good, and that was a nice way to like help content that's already in the game and make it actually uh, valuable in the current form. So, like, yeah. awesome move by Bungie there. Because Escalation Protocol is actually a lot of fun. Like, I enjoyed it when it first dropped. And occasionally, like, if I'm on Mars for some reason, and, like, there are people there, like, doing an Escalation Protocol, like, unless I'm in a hurry for some reason, (laughs) I'll hop in and, like, help out. Because it's, like, literally just killing things, and, like, it has bosses, like, and it has little mechanics. So Yeah, it's really cool to... um... Also, just see like one like form in front of you, like all these people running in together. Yeah. Really God, cool. I've never played it on console. I can't even imagine the frame drops on console. <laughs> 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 all those enemies spawning in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Uh, so weapon mods. Uh, the cost of slotting a weapon mod has been reduced from five thousand glimmer to five hundred. Which, that's a godsend, because I was actually doing... Remember, I told you I was doing a 980 Nightfall? Well, I had to switch out my, my weapon mods, and I didn't have 5,000 Glimmer. I had, like, 500 Glimmer. Oh, <laughs> so okay. I just ran to Spider, bought a bunch of Glimmer from him, and then... See, I don't, I don't know how you never have Glimmer, because I'm always, like, 
I'm buying bounties, man. That's what it is. Like I'm just constantly buying bounties. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's maybe I need just need to just buy like a thousand bounties a day. Cause like I'm always and I can't buy gray banners. Like, because <laughs> like I have literally no room in my inventory. Like, so I just every time I've been playing Vex Offensive, dude. There's at the very end, I'm just boom. I'm I'm putting this raid banner here. I don't care if nobody picks it up or not, but I'm putting it down. I've like put I think, it down, then just immediately start it. Yeah, I think I still have like thirteen hundred, like almost fourteen hundred. So you're crazy, man. Uh... Thanks, Ninja. <laughs> Yeah, so bounties. Repeatable bounties have been added to the gunsmith. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, merge, they merged the strike, crucible, and gambit objectives on the gunsmith weekly bounty into a single objective that shares Which I really resources. like. I really like that, too. That's another good move. There were some weeks where I just wouldn't play gambit, and so that was the only thing I didn't Trust me. finished. I know. Gambit sucks. <laughs> I, and I, I really want to like gambit so much, but it's just... It's so frustrating. It's tough to do when you're with randoms. <clears throat> like, you just have to like rely on their loadout. Yeah. Uh, so removed Valor and Infamy for, and Vanguard tokens from field collaboration, as there is no longer a requirement for any of these linked activities. Uh, that's fine. Uh, there's so many ways to get that stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. um, added a new mode, specific daily crucible bounties, one per day. Selected from full-time playlists and active locators. Okay, so like they want you to play specific modes. Yep. Uh, reduce the completion requirements of several daily and repeatable crucible bounties. So I wonder if that's like grenade kills. <laughs> well, if you look like... below. Oh. <laughs> Remove grenade and melee bounties from the crucible bounty repeatable pool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Answer your question. A pain in the ass. <laughs> That's just from the repeatable pool, though. So yeah. They did reduce uh, the kills in dailies. Because mm -hmm. I think it was like 10 or, or 20 or something absurd. Yeah, one of them was 20. I don't remember if it was grenade or melee. <clears throat> 10 so would get, be like, perfect. Maybe one or two per game. See, that's a little bit much. Yeah. Uh, so striker code of the missile, middle path, thunder crash, increased base damage from 2,700 to 3,200. That's nice. Uh, increased the in-flight damage from 100 to 200. You can damage while you're flying. I never realized that either. I didn't realize that either. Uh, slightly increased the amount of time you have in the air after activation. That's fun. Uh, hopefully the, the base damage is, is a significant increase because it's fairly weak. Um, Night Stalker, Way of the Pathfinder, the bottom path, Vanish and Smoke, added a short period, 0.8 seconds after invisibility is applied, where firing weapons or performing other actions will not break invisibility. This is a good change. That's pretty good. I like it. Uh, this should help prevent allies from accidentally breaking invisibility the moment it's granted to them, if unexpected. Uh... Voidwalker, it's in uh, Fission, Middle Path, Handheld Supernova, Adjusted Grenade, Charge Time, so it lines up with the animations and F, uh, the effects. Uh, this should make it feel more consistent to activate. Crucible Maps, they added Rusted Lands to the appropriate playlists, added the Dead Cliffs, Legion's Gulch, Retribution, and Solitude to appropriate playlists. Uh, they removed Emperor's Respite, 
Which I haven't Equinox. played on that map on a minute, it seems like. <laughs> Is that so. the one that takes place on, like, the Leviathan? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't <clears throat> seen that in forever. Uh, Respite, uh, Equinox, Firebase Echo, and Vostok from all Crucible playlists. These maps are still available to play in private matches. I also feel like I haven't played in Vostok in a while. Yeah, same. Uh, Equinox, I'm the biggest fan of some kind of like... Yeah, some of these maps are not some of my favorites. Uh, What's in store? So the past couple of seasons, Destiny have brought a lot of uh, change to the Eververse as we look to how to support Destiny on our own as an evolving world. Today, we'd like to talk about some of what uh, we've heard from you about Season of Undying. And outline how your feedback is going to impact Season of Dawn, Silver-only content. Offering some amount of Eververse content for Silver-only is part of ensuring that we are able to fund our ability to keep creating and maintaining Destiny and supporting the team that makes Destiny. Uh, that said, we agree with you that we'd like to see a higher ratio of items that will also be available for Bright Dust by the end of Season of the Undying, around 50% of the Eververse items. Uh, will have been offered for Bright Dust in Season of Dawn. They're changing that to 80%. Which is cool. <clears throat> I like that. Uh, we've also heard you say that you want to know what will be offered for Silver only, so you can plan what you are interested in buying. We agree that providing transparency is vital to making informed decisions. Plan on share. Plan to share on social every week what items will be uh, for Silver only during the season. As they appear on the Eververse, so gotta, gotta watch out for their social media. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think that's a good change. Also, going from fifty to eighty percent. Yeah, for sure. So, <clears throat> I should tell you in the story though what's wrong. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes bright dust economy. Uh, so, season of undying, we've changed the bright dust from a pay and or play to earn currency to play to earn reward. Want all players to be able to acquire a section of their favorite Eververse content every season just by playing the game. We're going to be keeping an eye on the Bright Dust economy in Season of the Undying with this in mind. In Season of Dawn, all dawning weekly and repeatable bounties will award Bright Dust in quantities equal to uh, the amount awarded from Strike, Crucible, and Gambit bounties. Uh, So... The dawning weekly and repeatable bounties. Oh, I guess they mean from the from the dawning event. So. Yeah, that's <clears throat> which that was my biggest complaint with uh, Festival of the Lost that it didn't grant any bright dust because I felt yeah, like that would have been <clears throat> a good. I thought move. that was going to offer some bright dust, but Same. Um, so they're so the dawning weekly. Uh, Bounty and the repeatable bounties will offer bright dust. Uh, Two hundred for the weekly, ten for the repeatable. Just like the, uh, just like the the strike crystal and gamut bounties. Uh, Crimson days will do the same for weekly bounties only, as this event does not include repeatable bounties. I'm kind of sad it doesn't have repeatable bounties for crimson. That's weird. Uh, so duplicate purchase prevention. Eververse store no longer permits purchasing an item that is already in your collection. Hopefully this makes it much more clear which items you have already purchased and will keep you from spending silver or bright dust on an item you already have. Oof. Thank you. I, <laughs> when I was looking at Oof. shaders, I was like, 
Yeah. When I was looking at shaders, I was like, do I have that already? And then I would just scroll through collections and see if I already had it or not. Yeah, it's a big oof. Um, that's a nice change coming. That's something that should have probably been been there day one, but glad it's there now. Uh, so looking ahead, we're always looking at your feedback, and we're going to keep open with you on how that feedback is woven into our overall goals for Destiny and for Bungie. As we're planning for future seasons, we're also thinking of the types of themes and content offered through Eververse, as well as the role of cosmetic content as a reward for achievement. We've committed to continually and thoroughly adjusting the Eververse store to ensure it's a balanced and optional part of Destiny. Uh, player experience while also ensuring that we can support the team creating an evolving Destiny. Please keep the feedback coming, and thanks to for all you do to support the team. Uh, get it before it's gone. It's shopping season. You might be thinking about what's on your own wish list. Here's a fact that might help you make an informed purchasing decision. December 10th, which is Digital Deluxe Edition of Shadowkeep. No longer be available. Season of Undying is almost over. Season of the Dawn begins soon. The longer, uh, the longer time progresses, the less value you'll be able to derive from the offering that includes all the seasons we're deploying this year. So they're going to stop selling the bundle. Uh, if you still want it, you have a few days left to grab it for 25% off. Uh, yeah. Ghost of Exo's Past. As we prepared for changing of the seasons, player support has the info you need to know before you go. This is the report. Season's fleeting. Uh, so Undying's free and premium season rewards, including the acquisition of Air for Ariana's Vow. That's this is all leaving the season. You won't be able to get it, apparently. Well, I wonder if they're just going to add that into like just the like the rotation for drops. Yeah, because they probably I, will eventually down the line, kind of like they did for like Yoten and that. Well. Not Jotun, but they did that for Thunderlord. That used yeah. to be a quest. And then, uh, oh, it's a fucking fusion rifle that's in your kinetic spot. Arbalist. Arbalist was a, uh, it was a limited time event, and then that eventually went into the drops. So. Yeah, they say here that it will be obtainable through alternate acquisition paths in future releases. Okay. Players who have already obtained and begun this quest may complete it after the season ends. So, like, the the catalyst for the vow, you can still complete that if you already have it. Okay. Uh, so, Vex Offensive Astronaut Activity is getting out of here. Oh, so my God. What? On the what? That's literally the best content. Ah, <laughs> so sad, man. Fans. So... Dude, I know Demon's sad too. Jay is also sad about yeah, that. Yeah, Jay is sad. <laughs> Man, that's uh, some fire Vex content. <laughs> I'll see you won't be able to get the Vex uh, weapon data seeds from Ikora or the mine components. <laughs> uh, the Gate Lord's Eye seasonal artifact is going. Power bonus is granted from the artifact. Uh, season specific triumph seals and titles. Which I do need to grind out a little bit more Vex Offensive. I think I need one more, one or two more Lore Triumphs. I think just one to get the, uh, whatever, okay. yeah, complete. So. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's that. Uh, we gotta have some maintenance. <laughs> yeah, you can. Let's go through that. Yeah. Uh, invitation notifications. So today we're, we'd like to announce an upcoming feature that allows players to disable clan invite notifications in game. Uh, I, I feel like I feel like our clan, <laughs> the clan was the cause of this. People were like, "Dude, why are we getting all these invites for Spark of the Vanguard?" Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what Mike and I did when we first started the clan. We would just go and I mean, just... you have to grow it somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. <You know? clears throat> uh, <laughs> please know that all players can already disable clan invites entirely. Just like going to settings, privacy, destiny, privacy. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's everything. Yep. Pretty I mean, it was a fairly solid TWAB. So we got like a little bit of information that they didn't go over on the reveal stream. So. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So Jay asked us a question about Saint Fourteen. Uh, do you, what do you know about Saint 14? Um, that he is considered the greatest Titan to ever live. <laughs> Are you just looking up his Wikipedia? <laughs> no, I'm actually on my, okay. uh, okay. uh, I'm still on Twab. I know he was the original Titan Vanguard. Um, yeah. Trying to think of other than that. Uh, he's also a hero of, of the Battle of Six Fronts when the. Now, are you looking up his house. Wikipedia? No, this, this is all from me. <laughs> Just watching Vice videos over and over. Okay. And over. Uh, but yeah, he he was a hero of the battle of the six fronts, uh, where all the different houses of the fallen depend, uh, came upon the city. He was one of the few there. He's buddies with Osiris. He wanted Osiris to be the uh, the the vanguard leader, vanguard commander. Well, I think he was, <clears throat> wasn't he? Um, before well, they're, he they're, like turned. And like left. I think he he might have. I don't really know, but they have uh, like I'll the have latest lore entry I I read said that he accepted it. So okay, I'll have to go and look that up. Uh, so probably is at least for a day. Uh, he also killed uh, a Kel from the House of Devils, the leader. The Kells are basically the leaders of the Fallen. So yep. the House of Devils, he killed. Uh, for the kill with a with a headbutt, putting all of his light into his helmet, Saint Saint Fourteen. <laughs> so, uh, you see me wear that helmet with the with the Spartan fin as the helmet Saint Fourteen, which is like one of the best exotics for PVE for a Titan. Yeah, I really like it. Looks really cool. I painted mine red. Oh, yours is red. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, it grants it blinds enemies. Does it grant extra orbs? It gives you an overshield. Overshield. When you go into the, yeah. When you go in and out of the, the bubble. Um, I'm pull Twitter real quick. I'm thinking that I saw a few more tweets, but continue. Uh, what else? Um, so the weapon, the Perfect Paradox, if you're playing the Mercury stuff and you get a shotgun called Perfect Paradox, that's basically like... Uh, I can't remember how it goes exactly, but... He gets that gun from you, so you so you give it to him, and he goes in the past. <laughs> yeah, I it's saw it. It's, it's really like weird. really confusing. So like, it's his signature weapon, but he gets it from you. But he's been around since like 
I think the Risen, pretty much. Like, he was okay. one of the original, like, Iron Lords or... War, or I don't think he was a Warlord. I think the Warlords were bad, right? Yeah. But he's one of the original Guardians. Um, What else? Uh, He mostly fought Fallen. And then Osiris' buddy, Osiris, left to go fight the Vex. He, he left to go stop him from fighting the Vex because he thought that they were, he was going to mess everything up and have them like destroy our world. Uh, yeah. Also, he was the the adopted son of the Speaker, if you remember the Speaker. I mean, I do. Uh, yeah. Um, but he played a bigger part in D1 than he did in D2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else about uh, Saint Fourteen? Um, so he died in the Infinite Forest um, in Curse of Osiris. One of the missions is that you're trying to find him, and Osiris is trying to help you find him. And you end up finding him, and he's surrounded just by a bunch of dead Vex. And apparently, he was just killing them until he ran out of ammo and just kept punching them until they got him. And <laughs> the Infinite Forest basically made like a shrine to him. And that's how you got the shotgun back. So, uh, this season of Dawn, I assume they're going to have something to do with that shotgun. Like, they're going to have a new version of it or something. Yes, and I just wanted to make sure that I saw this. But from DMG on Twitter, there will be a uh, ritual weapon for Vanguard Crucible and Gambit next season. Thank God. So that wasn't clear. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I assume, yeah, I assume they're gonna do that for every season, but like sometimes when they don't say it, you just like, oh, yeah. Like, that's why, like, there was a lot of stuff. I think that they needed to say on the stream that they should have. Isn't said. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. With a game like this, you need to be clear about everything, or else people will speculate. Yes. And I'm assuming there will also be a uh, a seal for this season as well as they were for the Undying. Same. That's what I think, too. So. Uh, I'm going to link a bike video. I think he just released one today about Saint 14. So if you're interested yeah, in hearing someone coherently talk about Saint 14, I'll, I'll link you to that. <laughs> but he's a really cool dude. Uh, so Sully, does he have anything else to say? Let's wrap it up. Uh, I think I'm good, man. Alright, so Sully, where can people find you? You can find me on Mixer and Twitter at Sully underscore underscore games. And you can find me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. I'm also on ChargeShot.com, audio, video, and written content. Also, find me on Twitch, gameplay stuff. You can email me, thomas at charshot.com. You're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Email us uh, wherever you get your podcast. Or not email us. Review us wherever you get your podcasts. And until then, guys, eyes down, Guardian. All right. <laughs>